When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. It is a busy, busy week at the Under Armour Performance Center. Mandatory minicamp is underway. Media day was on Monday, and the Ravens hit the practice field on Tuesday. And basically all eyes on the practice field on Tuesday went to number three, Odell Beckham Jr., who practiced for the first time as a Raven. It was his first time on the practice field since suffering a knee injury last year. Well, actually, back in the 2020 yeah. Yeah, 2022. Um, and so it's been a long recovery for him and, and certainly exciting to have him back on the field. So Clifton Brown and I are here to break it all down. We also, before practice, had a chance to hear from Odell. Um, so clearly OBJ was the biggest note coming out of practice on Tuesday. Um, so let's start there. Okay. What stood out to you in terms of what you heard from Odell and then also what you saw from him on the practice field? Yeah, I actually will, I guess, start with what I felt. I feel nothing but positive vibes from Odell. I mean, I don't know him at all, but he just gives his persona right now where he is that he seems to be in a very good place. Um, he's smiling a lot when he was talking to the media. Uh, it was clear that he feels physically very good. He said so that, you know, getting up, waking out of bed and no pain. He's been working out for months. Um, the fact that he's here uh, obviously now gives him a chance to mess with his new teammates. He's really excited to me to be a Baltimore Raven and, of course, to be playing with Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, he signed before Lamar's contract extension, and, you know, clearly he's thrilled that now that has been worked out, has said that this Lamar is one of the reasons he signed here. And then, yeah, so what he said – was all positive. And then what I saw on the field, I mean, him, you know, doing drills at full speed, running some routes, didn't get a ton of work during practice, but just to see the way he's moving. I mean, he looks great to me, like he's ready to go, not favoring anything, no hesitation. So it's all thumbs up from what I saw today. Yeah, what, what stood out to me in terms of what I saw, like oftentimes – it's been like a year and a half since he's been on the practice field. Now he's done workouts and we've seen the videos that he's posted. So it's not like he hasn't been running or anything like that. Mm -hmm. That's been going on, but it is different when you put on a helmet and you're playing against op opposition on a practice field, even though this is an OTA practice, there's no contact and not pads. Like this is not a game, but like this is a step up mm -hmm. in terms of going against compared to a workout against nobody. Okay, so this is a, a step up. And so a lot of times when a guy is coming back from an injury and they have their first practice, here's where their first practice is. They jog out onto the field. They get, you know, everyone gives them, uh, claps it up, round of applause. They give their high fives. They go through the stretching portion of practice. They catch a few balls on air. Um, and then they head on in. And that's it. 
And for obvious reason, there's mm-hmm. like this process of, mm-hmm. of ramping up. What I was kind of struck by is that Odell did 11 on 11 work, mm-hmm. not a ton, which even if he wasn't coming back from an injury, you, you don't do put right. your top receiver, like veteran player through a ton of work in an 11 on 11 drills in a mini camp, his first mini camp practice. But like he did some. And so when I saw him, like he did the individual stuff and then I, I was thinking like, okay, that's probably it for him. That's, you know, good, good to get out here. Round of applause. Great to put on the uniform. And then when I saw him step out there for 11 on 11, I was like, whoa, okay. All right. And I agree with you. Like he looks like he's moving well, doesn't seem to be hesitant at all, which I think a lot of times is like the mental piece of the game and he talked about that a little bit but yeah I thought like look he he didn't make any tremendous plays I think he had one catch in 11 on 11 on a slant route for about I don't know eight yards Mm -hmm. nothing special but just getting out there on the field and doing that full team work I thought was big yeah it is and you mentioned even though he didn't do anything spectacular there's been so much focus on his knee that you know when he made some catches like just in the drills and nothing but I just made Rami well you know his hands this guy's hands are incredible mm-hmm. and that's the type of player that the Ravens are getting he's he's a special type player um he came into the league and did some incredible things right away with the Giants and yeah he has pushed himself that's the level that he expects to play and the last time we saw him play he was probably on his way to winning the MVP of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he expects from himself. And I, to your point about him not kind of easing his way in the way you expected, I think he's that type of competitor. He's always pushing himself. When he steps on the field, he expects to be the best guy out there. That's well, like he's such, he's such a star. And, like, you see him pop up, like, at the NBA Finals, sitting courtside. You see him pop up in Monaco at, like, the Grand Prix or a Fashion Week or whatever. And so he's, like, such this mega star. And, like, he runs in circles that are, like, the who's who, the A-list, all that stuff. And so, like, that is certainly part of his story and part of who he is. But also, like, the thing that, that does stand out is he does talk about this, and John Harbaugh talked about it. Like, he loves football. He loves to play football. And, like, you kind of forget about that because, like, you see all the other stuff. And, like, even just, like, when he walks out, it's just like everybody wanted, media wanted to see him in action. Fans who were here wanted to see him in action. We did have some fans here who are season ticket holders. Um, I think other players look at him and they're like, that's Odell. That's Odell Beckham Jr. Like, I want to see what he can do. I want to see how he looks. Like, it's pretty cool to step on the field with him. And, like, he's one of the most famous players in the league. And so, like, he 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 knows that, like, wherever he goes on or off the field, um, he the, the, the spotlight is on him and I, people are looking at him. But I do think that there's an element of, like, when you get on the field, that's kind of a sanctuary. You, you know, you at a certain point, you start to blend in. Even if you don't, when you first step out there, you start to blend in and that, like, you are one of 11 guys on the offense and everyone's just trying to do their job. And I think that, like, there's an element where he probably just feels at home on the football field. And I, I got that sense in hearing from him today. Like it was, it was big for him to play for him to practice again. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. said, like, I asked him about that. I was like, how do you feel about like, is it emotional to put on the uniform again? And he said, you know, yeah, basically like I've tried to downplay it, not make a big deal about it, but yeah, it, it does mean something. It does. It does. And that work ethic he has, uh, is part of what has made him so good. I thought John Harbaugh's point was mm-hmm. good about, you know, Ter- Terrell Owens being a similar type 
megastar receiver who people get caught up in the glamour, the headlines, whatever whatever he's saying, and forget that he's also a tremendously hardworking player he was, and that's what helped get him to being, at that time, the best wide receiver in football. Same with Odell. I mean, even though he's blessed with tremendous talent, the work ethic has separated him from other guys who have talent. And so bringing that to the Ravens receiving group, I think is going to be great to rub off on everyone else. Then they will follow him not just because he's a star and because he's a name. I think they're going to follow him because when he steps on the field, he sets a level of play and effort that I think is going to help rub off and help make the younger receivers better. Yeah, it was um – he was also asked about chemistry, you know, like that's the word that gets thrown around this time of year. Like, are you building chemistry? And he's kind of downplayed that a little bit, I would say. Um, but he did make this point, which I thought was noteworthy that once they break from here, he's already got plans to go down to Florida with Lamar and work. Yeah. I don't know when that's happening. I don't know what that's going to entail, but he's already got plans to go down to Florida and work with Lamar in the time between mini camp and training camp. That's great. You know, obviously that will accelerate, the so-called chemistry, which is great. I think also it'll, it'll strengthen their bond, you know, off the field, which is great. And, you know, it's funny, you know, all that to me is good, but great players, to me, it takes them very little time to establish chemistry. That's one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one of the parts of being great. You know, in, in all sports, you'll see, like, you know, great basketball player get traded. I mean, it's still him, uh-huh. you know. So this is Lamar Jackson and Odell Beckham. Yeah. Them having chemistry is something that I haven't really been worried about. But I do feel that those steps that they're taking is only going to accelerate the process. Yeah. Um, in terms of the other stuff you know, that I heard from him, I, I said this when he first came here for his uh, interview uh, or for his signing um, and held his intro press conference and all that. And just in sitting down and talking with him and also hearing what he had to say in his press conference at that time, like a word that stood out to me was introspective. Like he just seems to be taking stock of his career, where he's been, the highs, the lows, the injuries, the great moments. Um, And he's like pretty open about talking about those things and also like trying to learn from those experiences. Like he just seems super introspective, more than you typically hear a player at a podium session an hour before practice. Like you're not getting the cliche answers really from him. No, I think it's to his credit. He, I think he has given a lot of thought to where he is at the moment. He talked about having his feet on the ground right now. That's one thing he's learned. This is what his fourth different team. Is right. that right? Right. Which, you know, for a great player, that's a, that's a journey that a lot of great players don't have to go through switching teams that often going through the injuries he's had. Obviously, the spotlight being on him. Um, Now, I think, yeah, at age 30, with the experiences he's had, the highs and the lows, has made him a stronger person and one who, yeah, really appreciates this chance to play. I mean, I think he he appreciates this year, Mm -hmm. having the chance to, after all he's been through, win and play. And he obviously talked, too, about even though he has a Super Bowl ring, being injured in that game, it wasn't the happy feeling that he envisioned yeah. because he was hurt and knew. He said that champagne was bitter. Yeah, because he had a serious injury. So this this gives him a chance with the team, with the contender, to this time get to that level 
and be able to celebrate the way he wants to. So that would be a storybook, not necessarily ending, but a storybook ending to this season for Odell would be to win a Super Bowl on the field healthy with the Ravens. He's got a chance to do that. You're already, it's, you're, it's a, it's a size him up Tuesday, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> We're here in June. He, yeah. Odell's on the field. You got to size it. It's size him up Tuesday for you. Yeah. You know, I, I started working here after the last Super Bowl <laughs> and I will f- sometimes look at my hands. I see a wedding ring. I see no other ring to go with it. So we, we already know how badly I want a matching. Yes. A matching that ring. That hand is feeling a little light. You need that. You need that on there. Um, so the other thing I would say, um, just on the receiver front, to stick there for a, a touch longer, um, Zay Flowers practiced on Wednesday, which was or on Tuesday, which was good because he did not practice, um, you know, for for the open OTA practice uh, last week. So it's certainly good to have him back out there uh, on the field. And I thought it was kind of cool just seeing him and um, Odell interacting a little bit. Like you have this young first round pick who has the opportunity to learn uh, from a veteran like Odell. I, I do get the sense that Odell, like he uh, embraces like the veteran leadership role. And he kind of joked about how guys will talk about, I was watching a middle school or high school and he just makes you feel old. But at the same time, like, um, he, I think he does, he understands like where his place is on this team. And he also embraces that leadership role. But I thought it was, it was cool to see the two of them kind of be out, walk out to practice together and interact during practice. And I, I really think that Zay is going to benefit in learning from him. Yeah, no question. And I think that Odell and Zay has talked about, he's already built a relationship with Steve Smith too. Those veteran guys look at Zay as a guy who is going to, listen to them and try and get better. You know, some some people, you <laughs> give them advice, they're not open to it. They see Zay as a, as a player who is open to hearing from them, and he has talent. So, to me, that makes them want to mentor him a little bit more because they know they're not wasting his time, their time, and they know that this young player has a chance to be really good yep. if he takes some of this advice. So, credit to Zay for giving off that vibe is being hey please you know I want to hear what you have to say and yeah I do think Odell will be as I mentioned before will be good for this entire wide receiver group which is pretty young other than him so it's kind of a perfect role for him to be a mentor to them well I mean you could tell that Odell liked Zay from the video that we put out on draft night (laughs) where he's FaceTime him like right after he gets drafted to tell him how fired up he was like if he didn't have respect for his game and who he is and what he'd heard about him at that point, like he wouldn't have been making that FaceTime call. So that gives you just that, that gave you an indication of what he thinks. And I think we're getting a little bit more of that as I saw him take the field and just interact a little bit uh, here today. The other note, on the receiver front, Rashad Bateman did not practice. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like he's not going to practice at all this week. He had a cortisone shot in his foot, um, which is supposed to kind of help with the healing there. John Harbaugh said, and, um, now, one thing I will say about Bateman, first of all, you know, it's not like what you want to hear necessarily. You, of course, you would like him to just be on the field and feeling 100% and everything's good. Like, that's ideal. Um, but I'm not going to over, I'm not going to make too much out of this. Bateman was out there watching the entire practice mm-hmm. on the sidelines. He was engaged. He was talkative. He was talking to Odell and other guys out there on the field. So, like, he was still very much in the mix, and if it's not like he was on crutches, okay? Mm-hmm. So, that's not that's not mm-hmm. overstating mm-hmm. here. He's not practicing. He had a cortisone shot, which will help speed up in the recovery. The Liz Frank takes time. So, I think that's just part of this process. Yeah, patience uh, 
is part of the process and it's it's a mental challenge as much as it is physical mm-hmm. for these guys and you know it, it's hard sometimes for, I think for us to relate just how hard it is mentally to deal with the rehab to deal with you know different levels of trying to overcome pain and knowing when to push yourself and when not so yeah I mean you know it's June um we've got plenty of time till week one I thought it was just Odell said he, you know, has and will continue to talk to Bateman about the whole process of getting through an injury. So hopefully, you know, training camp, that'll be the next time we may see Bateman on the field and we'll see where he is at that point. But he still has time. You know, it's, it's as you said, he's not on crutch. He's out here. I just feel we all know that this is a big year for him just to try and stay healthy. I mm-hmm. mean, he, he had a great college career and injuries were not a problem. He has not been as fortunate since he arrived in Baltimore. So hopefully this is just a little minor bump and he can get on the field and day after day start to realize the talent and build on the talent that he has. When he plays, you see his talent. Yeah. So, yeah, well, you just want him to be able to be out there, which is what he wants more badly than any of us. So, you know, I, I think I liked, you know, when he was out looking, he's engaged. He didn't, from a distance, didn't strike me as someone who's, you know, down. He he just knows, I think, that, you know, hey, this is just another challenge for me. Hopefully in a few weeks he'll be okay. Yeah, and, and when he'd been going through OTAs, like – he was not doing full teamwork yet. I mean, he's he's still very much in the ramp up period, and so they're going to be cautious with him at this point. As they should be. I yeah. mean, Liz Frank takes a long time, and Hollywood Brown has talked about that. Jimmy Smith talked about that in his career. Like yeah. these guys who have gone through that, it can be a lengthy recovery, and so you want to be cautious at this stage here yeah. to make sure that everything is going smoothly. So, um, you know, but I, it is worth noting that he was not out there during practice. So, all right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll give you some other thoughts after watching the first day of minicamp practice. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. 
So we want our listeners to know that DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens and has a limited time offer that you don't want to miss. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the code FLOCK. If you're a new user, you can get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And you got to use the promo code. It is FLOCK. Please play responsibly for help. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. you got to be over 21 and physically present in Maryland. So go ahead, check that out. Again, the code at DraftKings is FLOCK. Um, so other notes from practice, Cliff. Um, is someone who stood out to me who I thought played pretty well? Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. He had a bit. He had a double move down the seam. Uh, I, I believe that was against Rocky Scene, and big play there. I, he was in. He was very involved. Got a lot of targets in practice. You know, we mentioned that Odell was kind of working his way back, so he didn't do a ton of eleven on eleven. There was no Bateman, so there was a lot of work for Nelson Aguilar. I liked what I saw from him. Yeah, I, and I felt the same way in OTAs. I mean, he's definitely athletic. Has good size, good hands, former first-round pick. You know he has talent. So, yeah, and also all the wide receivers know they're going to have to battle for reps. I yeah. mean, so he, he looks like he's fully accepting that challenge. Um, and I agree with you. He had, he had a very strong day of practice, I thought. Another guy I thought kind of stood out on the offensive side was Charlie Kohler. Yeah. I mean, you know – the Ravens, um, they've got an all-pro tight end, Mark Andrews, who, who looked great as usual in practice, too. Uh, and Isaiah Likely <laughs> has looked good. They have three tight ends yeah. with obvious ability. Now, yeah, I'm curious to see what that means in Ty Monken's offense. I mean, we're always talking about the wide receivers. We're talking about the passing attack in general. They have three tight ends who are versatile with size who you can use in a lot of different ways. So, again, what does that mean? Uh, we'll see. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing to have, a good – I'm not going to call it a problem, a good thing for Ty Monken to have to try and figure out, can I, how can I use all three of these guys? And for Kohler specifically, to see him bounce back from a rookie season that got, you know, a slow start due to injury – He's really, to me, come on this second season like, okay, I'm healthy now. I'm ready to try and find a niche. And he's just he's starting to stack yeah, practice. I mean, I, I agree with you. Kohler physically looks the part. Um, he just is – he's massive. He's really tall. He's a big guy. And a quiet departure from the Ravens this offseason was Josh Oliver, mm-hmm. uh, who ended up signing a nice contract with Minnesota. And it was like, oh, okay. like So clearly the NFL, at least the Minnesota Vikings, uh, valued Josh Oliver at a pretty good number there. Mm-hmm. And that gives you an indication you have, you know, um, of what, what like the league thinks of him. Yeah, here it is. Three-year, $21 million contract. Okay. Pretty nice deal for a guy who, like, wasn't a huge piece of this offense. Um but that just kind of tells you what people think he could bring to the table. Um, and Kohler, I think, is basically going to step into that role. Like, body size is very similar to Josh Oliver. Like, big guy, um, could be a good pass catcher, could also run block. I think when I look at these tight ends, I do think it reminds me a little bit of what the Ravens had in 19 when they had Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst, and Nick Boyle pre-injury. And that was like a scary tight end group. I think it's kind of similar in that regard. You still have Mark. I think Isaiah is kind of similar to Hayden Hurst. Is like 
a pass catching type guy, and then Kohler can catch, um, but he also can block, and he's a big guy. So I, I like he like I like that group. Yes, yes, I think Todd Mongan does too. And then, but yeah. do, do you think they're going to that like? The question there is like how much in Greg Roman's offense you knew like okay there's going to be a ton of three tight end looks like tight end tight end tight end in Munkin's offense is it going to be that I don't I don't know that's hard for me to figure out no but he used tight ends really effectively in Georgia yep and I just think he's kind of like you know like most people are like hey if you stop this I'm going to go to that he just wants to have the option where okay if you're shutting down say, Mark Andrews, you're going to double-team Mark Andrews, now the offense suffers. No, I'll, I can just go somewhere else. I think with this group, he'll have that ability. If he wants to play two tight ends together, if he wants to you know, use different packages, if there's injuries at wide receivers and, or the way a defense is playing them, the, it's, it's just screaming, throw the ball to tight ends, they can do it. I mean, so, again, I just think it's a great – thing to, to be versatile and we all know what a great player Mark Andrews is but he's also got two guys behind him who look like yeah when you put them out there they can make plays mm-hmm. totally someone else who I thought kind of caught my eye a few times during practice was Rock Yassin and just so listeners know we confirmed the correct pronunciation of his name we've been saying Rock Yassin right. uh, but it is actually Rock Yassin, Yassin okay. so uh, just to just to clear that up, okay. Um, but it, uh, I don't know. Rock Rock play. He's feisty out there. Like <laughs> in talking with him off the field, he's kind of quiet and reserved. It seems, but he was feisty out there. Him and Aguilar were going at it a little bit. Yeah. Um, in you know, competitive spirit, which I loved, and um, I just I liked the energy that he was bringing to the field. Um, yeah, I, I think that he's he's could be a really good signing for this team. Yeah, that's his rep that he's a feisty guy, tough. Yeah, and um, yeah, he 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 obviously could be the starter opposite Marlon Humphrey. I think and, he I think he's going to be the starter. Yeah, and if he is, that's a big role because he's going to be tested. Yeah, because everyone knows what a great player Marlon Humphrey is, and you know we've seen Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters back there the last few years side by side. It's like, okay, I don't want to throw at Marlon. Marcus Peters was a guy you know, with his track record for picks. Quarterbacks weren't like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just going to throw it that, throw yeah. that way all day. But Rock, yeah, he's going to see action if he's in that role, and he looks clearly like he's ready for the challenge. Um, Yeah, I mean, to come to a new team, he doesn't look like he's, he's tentative about that at all. He, this isn't his first rodeo. He's been with different teams. Maybe that helps in this situation that, hey, okay, I've done this before. Uh, I'm going to come in here and show them what I've got. And, yeah, so far you like what you see. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would be surprised at this point if he's not the starter opposite of Marlon Humphrey, to be honest with you. And you look at that group and, like, the two sophomore players, Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams, have been dealing with injuries. Mm-hmm. Jalen uh, – he practiced today um, in a limited capacity. Mm-hmm. Pepe did not, and John Harbaugh did say, you know, it sounds like that could be somewhat lengthy, you know, that it's going to linger until training camp. He said that Pepe says he's going to be good to go at training camp, right. but we'll see. Right. So that, you know, then that's been already going on for a few weeks. Right. So he's on the shelf right now, um, and Jalen Armour Davis has been on and off. And so I just don't, 
I think it's going to be. And they signed Rock. They signed Rock Yassine to For be a starting cornerback, yes. or at least to give them a very good option there. Yes. So I think he's he, he's going to be a starter there. Yes. Um. So, you know, and then the other thing I would say too, and by no means is this is this uh, going to be figured out at this point, but in terms of competitions, you know, we got, we got a chance to see the offensive line look a little bit more complete right now with Ronnie Stanley back, Kevin Zeitler back, Morgan Moses. So you have those guys, the left guard competition, I expect to be one that extends throughout training camp. You know, the rookie Sala got some reps there. Um, and uh, with the ones, and it was interesting to see how he, he did. I mean, it's kind of tough, honestly, when you're watching practice to really z- zero in on the left guard spot. Um, but um, you know he's going to be in the mix there. Yeah, I mean my my guess or my view of that is that that left guard spot is wide. open. I think it's wide open. It's wide open. Uh, when we get to padded practice in training camp, yeah. they'll be very important. Preseason games will be very important. Yeah. Uh, whatever these guys put on tape uh, is going to be very important every day. But we've had you know training camp battles before on the offensive line and. The Ravens really have, to me, stuck to their vow of the, the made the best man win. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had situations where, you know, we thought it was going to be an older player and, and a younger player came in or, or vice versa. Yep. So the fact that you're seeing, you know, guys like Salah, uh, Falele, you know, we know Cleveland, Simpson. It looks. I think it looks wide open because it is. Yeah, wide it is open. wide open. I think. It, you yeah, know, I don't think they're playing games. Every you know? day they might have a different guy getting reps with the ones, and that could be the case over the course of the next, you know, all the way up to training camp. So I, th- I agree. I think it's a wide open position battle, and you can't rule anybody out at this point. And it just they're 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 giving these guys a fair shake to yep. see who ends up uh, winning that job. The other the other note I would say the big note from practice: J.K. Dobbins did not practice. Um, not sure. You know why John Harbaugh talked with the media before practice, right. um, and didn't give any indication at that point that J.K. wasn't going to practice. Right. Um, as we know, J.K.'s put out the tweets, and there's you know speculation about his contract situation and all that. But so he did not practice, so we didn't get a chance to see how he looks. Um, Gus Edwards, though, did practice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's been on the sidelines over the course of the offseason. He did return to practice um, and went through individual drills, seemed to move fine. Um, you know, we didn't see him in full team work yet, and I think the Ravens are just being cautious with him given his knee his knee issue. So, um, you know, it was good to see him back out there, at least in a limited role. It was. I mean, Gus, we know what he can do when he's healthy and – you know, it's been a it's been a long road for him. Um, you know, these knee injuries to to running backs, you know, to any player is difficult. But yeah, to a back who, yeah, I mean, they make their living. You know, trying to make guys miss, trying to break tackles. Um, Gus, to me, you know, physically looks great. I mean, I heard you and Ryan talking on the podcast about you put him in like he. What did you What did you say? He's like in Derrick Henry's like. Yeah, he's, he's in, in the that, neighborhood. He's getting in that hood where like <laughs> guys. They make business decisions when it's time to tackle them. I, I mean, know. so I do want to see Gus ramp up, you know, out there. And we will. You know, we'll get to that. And either J.K. J.K. as well. I mean, we know what J.K. is capable of. And the way J.K. played after he got the knee procedure, uh, you know, last break, season, yeah. that was, yeah, it's like, okay, the burst was back. So, yeah, we'll see how this how this all shakes out. But. I know the Ravens are planning on 
J.K. and Gus being that one-two punch that has, you know, the potential to be really, really effective. I, I do think Justice Hill is making the most of his opportunity. Like, he's getting work with the ones. J.K. and Gus aren't out there. He was he re-signed this offseason. And he's got burst. He's got some juice. Um, and so I think he's trying to show Todd Munkin and the rest of the coaches, like, hey, you know, Keep me in mind here. Don't forget about me in this mix. Like I can still play, and I, I like I do like what I have seen from him. True professional. Yeah, um, has also been. You know, it went through. Yeah, the injury for sure. Yeah, I mean, tough, great on special teams, but as you said, he's got skills. So, you know, he is taking advantage of this opportunity to to show more reps, and I I, I know that the coaching staff know they know he can play too. So. Again, it's it's still June. We'll see how the running back situation shapes out. But, yeah, I mean, I am curious training camp to see, um, you know, how, how things are because I, at some point you want to start building some rhythm, especially in a new offense. I think that they're going to throw to the backs more too. I think they're going to use the backs in maybe slightly different ways than they were used before. Mm-hmm. So the quicker they can get out there and, and be a part of that, the better. So if you want to listen to the full press conferences from everyone who talked today, including Odell Beckham Jr., John Harbaugh, and Justin Matabike, all those guys uh, talk with reporters, those are posted for you on the Ravens Press Pass podcast feed, so you can listen to those full uh, podium sessions. Um, Every podium session that we do lives in the Press Pass podcast feed, so head over there rate, review, subscribe to that feed. Also, rate, review, subscribe to the Lounge feed. We're going to be back later this week with our full takeaways uh, from Minicamp. Uh, Minicamp wraps up on Thursday, so we're going to have full takeaways uh, from what we've seen on the practice field this week. Uh, And we're also working on some interviews uh, that we'll be rolling out here over the course of the next uh, week or so, uh, which we're really excited about. So there's a little teaser. Um, So stay tuned because we've got a lot more fun stuff planned. Uh, As always, you can reach us at the Lounge at Ravens dot nfl.net thank you so much for listening we'll talk with you again soon hey guys you know what this playground could use a wine country huh a redwood forest would be cool ski slopes wait did we just invent california discover why california is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.